Fake news from the liberal mob. I just want them to suffer. China! I like people who are Welcome to Fake News from the Liberal Mob. This is Steve DiOrio. And this is Elijah Bratton. Thanks for joining us. All right. We're back. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Orange is the New President. <laughs> <laughs> this is Elijah here. And Steve here. Welcome back. Oh. Uh, Steve, what's, what's going on what's, here? What's cooking? Okay, it is the 17th of January, 2019. We're on day twenty-seven of our of our government shutdown. So you called it. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, it if it ends tonight, if by some miracle it ends tonight, um, I'll be right. Right, that's crazy. There's a lot going on. We have a, we have a lot of, of stuff to cover. What what do you want to go for next? Well, uh, there was a pretty, uh, uh, I, I guess, interesting um, and. Um, on for some people controversial commercial mm-hmm. that came mm-hmm. out um from Gillette uh oh yeah you want to want to talk about the, that sure yeah. okay so to bring those anybody who's been living under a rock for the last couple of weeks here's what's going on uh Gillette Corporation put out a an ad um in which they uh basically took um attacked what we call toxic masculinity. They, they demonstrate it was anti-bullying. It was anti, uh, against, uh, mistreatment of women sexually, uh, and demeaning of women. Um, not a bad, as a, a minute and a half long, not a bad ad, pretty, pretty innocuous. Yeah. What, you know? what they did, um, was they used, um, for, for those who might not know, um, with Gillette being a, um, a shaving company, um, the, idea for them is that their their whole slogan has always been to let the best the best the man can get that's right and and so they kept playing that in their uh commercial you know by asking the question by posing the question rather is this it's just the best, best? right while demonstrating bullying behavior and all the behaviors we're talking right. about okay so that's that's all cool so here's what's happened is there is we was in, this came out uh, we're we're talking on a Thursday evening, this first aired on Sunday, I believe, and the backlash against this was absolutely immediate. Uh, there are people boycotting Gillette, uh, and there's been all kinds all kinds of memes are popping up all over the place. Uh, there are many apparently men uh, who are offended that um, Gillettes would call out this kind of behavior. Um, and the ba- the basis of their objections are first of all uh, that this is part of it go- runs the gamut from this is another blow another battle in the war against men right because well there's a war against us men especially Elijah especially us white men yeah. <laughs> right yeah. right there's a war the war on men continues and this is this is the next battleground to. Um, that that uh, objections to any any corporation lecturing uh, anybody on how they behave. Uh, so we get the we get the usual flap. My initial reaction to this is, um, you know, I 
we've we've talked about this before, right? Is that that thing that the that the the right wing tends to throw at young left leaning people like yourself, not old guys like me. I get away with it, but you are a snowflake, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm a snow cone, but you're a snowflake, yeah. right? Um, here's the thing. Anybody who's offended by this depiction of masculinity, if they find with that Gillette commercial as an assault upon them, that is the very definition of being a snowflake. Yeah, look, I, I don't really, I mean, it, because it's my generation, I, I guess I don't really, I don't really look at that where I don't really get offended. I just, it's, it's to me, it's a, a poor attempt. Um, to, to me, by, by, by someone calling someone a snowflake, that, that just indicates to me that they're not willing to have a discussion um, and, and, and talk about the differences in, in what they believe mm-hmm. and why. So I just think it's a, it's a cop-out word. So I don't really, not to dismiss it, but it just it doesn't really do that word um, and that, that train of thought, that notion doesn't really do much for me, I cool. guess I would say. Um, but to, to the men who, who, who found it or find that, that commercial or that ad to be um, offensive, I guess I, I don't understand why people are upset for calling a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a real issue and uh, in, in the ad actually I can't remember who said it but it was said best men need to hold other men accountable mm-hmm. and that's what needs mm-hmm. to happen and just because uh, some men have never been checked before in their life that doesn't mean that they can't start getting checked now and it's 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 time that we and um, we do something about it and we bring this um to the to the national attention as much as possible. Right, right. It's important. Anyone who equates... You've got a problem if you equate toxic masculinity with masculinity. They, they're, they're different things. Right. They're, they're, they're totally different, totally different things. You had said, and, and, I, and I completely agree with this, you had said, you, you had said that um, the, the, the founder of Keurig or some executive yeah. at Keurig supported... Hillary Clinton in her uh, 2016 bid, and so mm-hmm. thus people were, were breaking or throwing away their their yeah. Keurig you, uh, YouTube YouTube videos makers. of people bashing their Keurig machines. Right. Yes. Um, and so your thought is, well, that's fine because you're you're equating Keurig with with Hillary Clinton, and if you you don't yeah. support Hillary, that. To each their own. That's right. their that's I, I, Right. I get that because that's a, you support team A or team B, T, and so right. you, that was a, so, got it. So you're saying that if you boycott Gillette because of this ad. You're pro-rape? <laughs> I mean, I, I, obviously, I'm laughing because I don't want to, there's nothing funny about rape, but I don't want to go, I don't want to go to that level of extreme. Right. That we're, right. we're the side that's rational, right? right so right, to keep right. it rational. But, but at the end of the day, I really don't, I don't get it. I've got a, I've got a mom, believe it or not. Uh, I have a mother. Um, I've got, uh, I've got a girlfriend. I've got two beautiful daughters. I don't understand there's no man is an island without women in his life. How do you not support uh, women, the, 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 the movement that gives women a voice against being treated as second-class citizens right. at the least 
at the most innocuous end, and then at the worst end, being objectified to the point of violence. Because I've, I've got to tell you, it's it, it's it, it's embarrassing mm. when I see that this stuff happen. Yeah, um, it, it's it's just as right. a man, it's it's in, it's embarrassing. Sure, um, and you know, the, all, all we can try to do is put other you know put us all in check and keep ourselves accountable. But right. um, it's a problem, and I'm glad that. Major companies, um, well-known companies, are, are like Gillette are taking a stand against this, especially one that has the ultimate platform in mm-hmm. that they are a, a male servicing Correct. company. Correct. Absolutely. Um, did you see, wasn't it, um, I think it was Budweiser during the Super Bowl last year, did a pro-immigration commercial. Do oh, really? you remember that? I, I'm so, sure I've watched it. Yeah, There's you probably somebody. did. What I was, what I thought was funny is that, uh, how that one went by. Oh yes, I do remember. Yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one went for some reason. That went under the radar at the time. Yeah, I'd be curious yeah. to know what would have happened if that commercial was released now. now. Right. What would, I wonder. I I wouldn't be surprised if if some company tried to push the lines. I I would be shocked if they don't. And here's here's so we we made some predictions in the last pod about how long the government shutdown will go. Yeah. So here's we have to revise those because we're we're both wrong. It's going to go longer than how either long of did us you predicted. Say? I said thirty two. Thirty two. It's going to go longer than that. I know well, it is. You're hearing that. I was I was a little bit more hopeful than yeah. you were. <laughs> I, I'm uh, more cynical than you. I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say. Well, I I just really don't. I to me the month mark is really hard for me to get past. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll say 40, but I really don't think it's going to last much more than a month. Here's what, here's what I'd be curious about. I don't, I, I hope that it ends tomorrow. Um, but imagine. Why don't you hope that it ends tonight? Because I want you to be wrong. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We have a bet. Yeah. Yeah. I want that. I want that $2 cup of coffee. Uh, (laughs) No, if it ended tonight, that'd be fine. I just, I I don't hold out. I don't hold out any hope. Yeah. But, um, I'd be curious to see what happens if the, if we still on government shutdown by the time the Super Bowl airs, which is, uh, three weeks from today, no, three weeks from this week, uh, what what will we see in those ad campaigns? What will we? What's going to happen? What's that going to yeah. be like? Uh, what about those U.S. Air Force flyovers that you usually get? Uh, none of those pilots will be paid. <laughs> that'll be that'll be volunteer work. <laughs> well, and and the interesting thing um, for me will be uh, the there's always this this um, this partnership between the, the military and, and the NFL and I, I'm, oh, I'm not going to get into that on yes. this okay. episode but um, yeah. we, that, we'll have to handle right. that that's, that's a big topic we'll have to handle yeah. in another episode but. Um, but but I just think it's interesting how will that be, be framed um, yeah. in, in, during the Super Bowl um, right this year right, right. Um, but I do think it uh, for me there there are some uh, as we talked about the locket or the the shutdown. I, actually, I should say that it's the Schumer shutdown. The Schumer. The Schumer <laughs> shutdown. Um, right. I think that it, it. I was. It was pointed out to me that today that there are some misconceptions with uh, government workers and um, and compensation and how that all works. And okay. um, it is important to know. And I think we'll talk about this in a second. That uh, Trump did sign. Yes. Um, 
the um, the the bill to back pay right. um, those employees doesn't really uh, help a lot of things um, at the moment. Right, a lot of services, a lot of stuff that you're seeing on the news about right. national parks and all that right. stuff. Right, but none of that changes. Well, but let me see if I can find it here. Eight thousand employees are going to have to wait to get their back pay, but he, what he did today was guarantee that those employees would be paid. Right. Um, so so one, one misconception is that I think that there is the assumption that um, a lot of these workers can go out and get a second job. Right. It's not true, because right. in their contracts, they, it, it stipulates that they actually have to get approved to get um, you know a second right. job or, or do um, some other activity that could impede right. with their current um, federal contract. And didn't we have our president sign uh, make an executive order, or at least talk about ordering um, certain critical people back to work? So if you're working full time for TSA, as an right. example, if you're a full time TSA employee, what other job? Right. Um, and so. Because that, I mean, that mm-hmm. that's not a reality, and and so now, so those people are are uh, struggling, and and there are a lot of uh, low income right. workers for the government right. who uh, are are going to continue to struggle, right. uh, and and on top of that, I I do think um, at the end of the day, because Trump has has basically guaranteed back pay, it's almost like a paid vacation in some sense if senses. you can afford it to be um, right. if you have enough save to be then it's kind of like a paid vacation right no no harm no foul for uh, for, for, for some, some. Yeah, for yeah, some. For some. Um, so I want to tell you about an experience I had today real quick yep. to, to underscore this um, so went shopping I had a couple hours at lunch and so we, we dropped by the local supermarket to you know pick up a couple of things yeah and uh, shoot through the line Real quick, while we were there, um, our line was held up. They didn't know what was going on, but the woman at the front of our line uh, was having a hard time paying for her groceries. Um, and then they shuffled her, uh, took her cart, and shuffled it up to the front of the store, which is usually an empty area where the managers walk back and forth and do right. their thing. Uh, and I looked up there, there was, there was about 30 uh, shopping carts up there with people standing around. Um, got up and I said to the uh, to our cashier, "Hey, what's going on? What's all this?" Right. Like, the EBT system was down, so folks who were trying to pay for their groceries with their EBT cards, they couldn't do it. They couldn't pay today, right? So here's what's going on: you've got you've got a, a privately owned uh, supermarket chain. The entire chain, this is a big one here in New England, Market Basket's a yep. big chain yep. in New England, hundreds of stores, yep. with thousands of customers who cannot pay for the groceries that they have in their carts, yep. backing up the line, uh, slowing down the people behind them. Um, sometimes I'll walk in, especially where we were shopping at lunchtime, we'll walk in, we'll look at the lines. If it's too backed up, we'll turn around and go out right. and figure we'll just come back later. So here's a private business losing money. Yeah. Because of the government shutdown on that on that side of the equation, and on the other side of the equation, you have all these people who depend on this government assistance to feed themselves and their children, yeah. cannot buy food today. Right, the fallout of this government shutdown is goes well past just the government employees who aren't being paid and the hardship on them. The hardship is now rolling downhill and yeah. hitting uh, other people. We saw reports earlier in the week where um, 
they're talking about the impact on the on the economy in general if this goes on much longer you could see a, a flattening uh, all the all the growth claims that that uh, the Trump administration takes credit for which we could talk about whether or not they deserve to take credit but they're all going to be they're all going to be flatlined yeah. if this goes on much yeah. longer and for me i think and this is it's it's not it's not a moral way to look at it but it's it's the reality of politics i think if i were a democratic lawmaker i think that trump signing that order uh, gives the Democrats far more leverage because mm. I would think that well, those employees are going to get paid no matter what. Right. Right. So um, a- again, it, it's not it's right. it's not completely logical, but right. that that's how you can kind of it, dig your heels if, in. If we look at this, if we take if we take the human element out of it and look right. at it as a, as a game of political chicken, right? Um, Donald Trump by signing this that that's a blink, right? right? That 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 could show that he he cannot handle the pressure on his half of uh, of this. I get one last thing about this, yeah. but we have so much yeah. to cover. Yeah. Uh, but one last thing I definitely want to say is I am absolutely tired of the mainstream media, and I hate to call them that, but that's who we're talking about, right? Always, I understand, and I studied journalism in school, and I understand their desire to seem even-handed and not play favorites. Right. But this is not two sides playing chicken with each other. That's not what this is. Um, it's the Democrats could end this at any time. Uh, why should any lawmaker give in to the, to the oligarchical demands, yeah. the totalitarian demands of someone who, who is acting like a dictator here? This is not how government works. You, you put people in pain and wait for the most compassionate person to act first. Is that how our government works now? I, I, and and I really do wish that, and I and I know that on the right they they think all all mainstream media is left leaning. It, in my humble opinion, they're not left leaning enough. They try far too hard to give the right credit. Yeah. They try far too hard to overlook. Uh, the seats and lies if if this if CNN reported truly accurately without this obsession to appear balanced and just reported the truth they would make the Trump administration look even worse than they do now um, so yeah 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 I don't like this seesaw this yeah. tug of war thing that is being that is being adopted by people on both sides there's no tug of war you've got you've got a bunch of you you had uh, two budgets uh, passed unanimously in the House and Senate, yeah. put on his desk, and because he didn't get his favorite toy, he refused to sign either. Now you've got that evil, evil bastard, Mitch McConnell, won't even bring a bill to the Senate unless it includes a wall because he can. Right, positional power has gone to his head. So we have two tyrants in Washington now. Uh, Mitch McConnell, who's an enabler, and Donald Trump, who's an infant. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious it's to crazy. see how this. Oh, it's insane! It's we're, we're living through times. Books will be written decades from now about this. This this, this is nuts. Uh, yeah, and and to top it all off, I mean, with with, with uh, Michael Cohen and what he came out with today, or what the report came out from uh, the. 
um, Wall Street Journal. Yes. Um, you want to tell <laughs> tell listeners about oh that? Oh my God. Okay. So there's a there's a couple of things with with Cohen. I think what you're referring to is um, he admitted that uh, he had, on behalf of the Trump campaign, yeah. paid. Uh, I see if I can find the name of the company. He paid a company. Red Finch. Yeah, say it again. Red Finch. That's right. That's right. That um, they had paid this company to uh, falsify some poll numbers. Yeah. And we're not talking about some some by the way or whoever heard of it poll. Red Finch Solutions. Right. This was a um, CNN poll, right? That they were trying to uh, no it was C- C- CNBC. CNBC and Drudge Report online polls. Uh, yeah. the, they tried to influence. They used an outside company to influence those polls. Yeah. Right. So here's the thing. I said this to you uh, earlier. One of the things that the, this current administration does all the time is they always accuse the other side of things they've done. <laughs> <laughs> It's right. Yeah. Completely consistent. Yeah. Complete. We should just go back through his tweets and look at what he can, what he accused Hillary of, and just prosecute him for that because he's probably done it. Uh, yeah. Fake polls. He he talks about yeah. poll numbers being false. Well, why would he talk about? Why does he have in his head that poll numbers could yeah. be false? Because he tried to falsify poll numbers. Right. <laughs> I will say this, on his behalf. I will say this. At least he did this himself. He didn't have the Russians do it for him. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, you got yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. commendable in its own, <laughs> in its own way. It's absolutely. I just think that this is, this is, it's kind of, this is kind of big. Yeah. Um, it's, it, I just think that this is just another one of the cards to fall. It's insane. Um, and speaking of insane, how about Rudy Giuliani? Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Rudy? Uh, yeah, so so he had um claimed in an early um inter actually no this was this was last night, I believe. Yeah. Where as we're speaking this would have been uh this is the seventeenth, that would have been last night. Yeah. Um he he had uh claimed he had said he, he was quoted saying I never said there was no collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. Mm-hmm. Um and he further argued um, uh, while, while being interviewed by CNN's Chris uh, Cuomo that uh, he had only ever said that Trump himself had not, conclu- had, had not colluded um, with Russia during the 2016 election. Right. To which um, he followed that up and backtracked right. saying that he has... That he he had no knowledge of any collusion by any of the thousands of people who worked <laughs> on the Trump campaign. Rudy Giuliani, he used to be called America's uh, mayor, right? He should be called America's equivocator. Yeah, um, yeah. Trump himself and his and his undead mouthpiece, Rudy Giuliani, have been saying for years that there is there's it's a nothing burger. There is no collusion. But the story now, within the last 24 hours, is there might have been collusion, but the president didn't do that collusion. Everybody around him did that collusion. Yeah, and and didn't and and we can get to, to this, or you can tie it in now. Isn't there now a report that that's really linking Trump to Russia? 
Um, well, this comes on the heels. The reason for these comments, I think, um, is that there was a report on, I think it came out on Friday, and it may have been the New York Times or the Washington Post, I don't, I don't recall, uh, t- saying that the FBI, the FBI has two great missions, yeah. as you know, right? But for our listeners, two missions. It has uh, enforcing federal law and being an investigative and law enforcement branch of the federal government. But additionally, it is counterterrorism and counterespionage. Now, here's the thing that, that it's hard for some people to wrap their heads around. Counterespionage is different to a crime happens in the past. The FBI investigates that crime, find out, hopefully, who's guilty, why they're guilty, how many people around them might also be guilty, and then prosecutes, handcuffs, jail. Counterterrorism, and uh, particularly counterespionage, is a more active thing. They work directly against the efforts of spies uh, within the borders of the United States and the CIA, NSA, and other government agencies work uh, counter-espionage and espionage outside right. of the continent of the United States. But the FBI is, is confined by our borders. Right. So why, why this is different is um, he ha- he's being investigated by Robert Mueller for crimes he may have committed that would end in prosecution. What we learned on Friday is that Additionally, counter-espionage elements of the FBI were investigating to see if they needed to go to work against an active Russian agent and whether or not Donald Trump was himself an active Russian agent. It's very heavy shit here. This is this is Manchurian candidate stuff. Look, I'm not going to get too excited over this if it... If if the report happens and, and it right. turns out to be true, like I mean, we'll get to that. Um, I just I, I'm not I'm not holding my breath on. on yes, this. I, I'm with you there too. Um, there was a great article uh, in the I think it was the the uh, Wall Street Journal. Uh, there's two possibilities, two broad possibilities here. One is he's in, he yeah, is actively so working for right. Yeah. yeah, he's actively working for the Russians. Yeah. Or the worst one is, <laughs> he's just so self-absorbed, egotistical, delusional, and uninformed that he's allowing himself to be manipulated. Uh, I think that's the more likely of the two possibilities. I, I doubt that he's an active agent for the Russians. I don't think I'd recruit someone as dumb as Donald Trump to be my agent. But um, what was it? Uh, I think it was Khrushchev said... Um, uh, Fools, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, a manipulable yeah. fool, right? Yeah. I think that Donald Trump is a is a manipulable fool, uh, and that's why the Russians uh, have tried to uh, to destabilize the United States by putting this, helping this guy get into a position of power. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, today, uh, a, a, a in combined again, House and Senate voted against lifting sanctions against the Russians as proposed by the administration. That isn't working for the Russians. Right. <laughs> Clearly, it's not. So let's trace... So, and I will say real quick, I, yeah, I had the... I, I didn't really... didn't dawn on me until today, actually, that I, I've actually met Rudy Giuliani. At Have a, you really? Yeah, at a... Uh, uh, I was in high school. There's a, 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 an organization called People to People. Um, okay. And so I... I've, 
guess I would have met. I, I, I met him in either New, um, New York or D.C. I can't remember. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was in high school. Was, he seemed to be somewhat logical and coherent at the time. So I don't know what's changed. I but. don't know. That's that's a great question. And I, 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 we're going to... We're going to spend a lot of time uh, in the future trying to figure out what what hold Donald Trump has on people who used to be rational. <laughs> right, 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 right. There's a right. whole lot of people out there who used to be rational and lost their minds. Yeah. So um, I don't have a lot of information about this next one, but I just wanted to bring it up real quick. It turns out that some investigation has shown that the Trump administration is separating a lot more children than they have admitted to uh, down at the southern border. Um, I think that the number they said that they had something like 1,200 uh, kid, uh, minors were, uh, what's her name, uh, Nielsen, uh, had said something like 1,200. But it's showing that um, zero tolerance policy in the spring of 2018, that since then they forcibly separated more than 3,000 children. Right? Gosh. Well, yeah. So then, I, I guess this is this is this is not a, a report that um, Nielsen's team found. This is no. a separate, no. independent. I would like to know what Nielsen thought after her trip down mm-hmm. to the border. Um, obviously, this is unfortunate. This is actually Ben Carson's. Uh, it's Health and Human Services that found. This is a part of a Health and Human oh, Services investigation. Yeah. Thank you, Doctor Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, If Uh, only he knew. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot more than they originally uh, had stated are being separated. I want to really quickly address something because you heard a couple of months ago when they first started doing this. um, Well, Obama did it, too. The Obama administration did it, too. And that was based upon the fact that the Obama administration had created a couple of um, facilities for ICE uh, to detain minors. Now, here's the thing that they didn't tell you, is that it became the habit of some of these families, in order to save their kids from from being pulled into gangs, was to send their children alone, unescorted by adults. And when those kids started showing up at the border, uh, by the way, showing up at legal ports of entry, asking for asylum, okay? Uh, These are not illegal immigrants. They came to ports of entry and and asked for asylum. that they built, they did build facilities to house these children because they didn't have them um, originally. Right. Right. Uh, so the equating what the Trump administration is doing now, taking families apart, to what the Obama administration did, building facilities for minors who came without their families, is a com- there's completely no comparison between the two activities. They're totally different. Um, so you know what it, what. What strikes me about this particular thing is that we found out that, that the, they now, Health and Human Services, so one of his own government agencies, currently not being paid, by the way, <laughs> they discovered that the number of kids who've been separated from their parents has grown enormously and exceeds what the administration admits to. This is not even in the top three stories today. This is buried down around number four or five. If you go do a quick search for this, you'll have a hard time finding it. We live wow. in some interesting times, don't yeah. we? Yeah, I mean, people know how to bury other right. other stories. Um, I will say, I did get a chance to go see Vice. 
Oh, how was that? Uh, <laughs> last weekend. Uh, some of the content was, was pretty good. Um, the the storyline was okay. I, I actually wish it were shown from the perspective of, of a more neutral um, okay. angle and, and less it, from a liberal perspective. Do you think it paints Dick Cheney in a, in a bad light? Uh, you know, uh, I guess that's that's for that's it's anybody's interpretation. Uh, I I would I I guess I I would have liked a, a more neutral mm-hmm. balance to it uh, right. because I think that there is some really there's some real substantive stuff um, right. that that could that could have been talked about, um, but uh, you know I'm sure some people would, would I'm. I'm Fairly certain a lot of people would disagree with me on that, but mm. um, yeah, I, I it was it was okay. So you're you're one of these funny creatures. Yeah, this is why we get along. Is you, you're more about truth, right, than about propaganda that meets your already formed opinion. Yeah, I just I want to yeah. I want it, and and if you're going to frame it as sort of like a a, a documentary film, mm-hmm. um, I'm going there with the expectation of of being educated and not not being educated from the the perspective of well i didn't know that before but now i i know some tidbit and i'm going to turn it and and warp it into my own opinion and start spreading that i want i want real i want real facts and evidence and then i will take that and Mm -hmm. compartmentalize that internalize it and and you will synthesize your own thoughts on that what are you talking about what's wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) We, um, we need, so we need people like you in politics. I don't want um, I don't want that forced. I don't want these yeah. preconceived things forced on me. I, you know, back in the days, and I'm thinking back before the current administration, yeah. I can go back to, to uh, 2014, and I used to call myself a moderate. I called myself the, the last of the radical moderates, <laughs> right? Um, I really, really felt that I was pretty much... I stood with one foot on either side of whatever the middle was. Um, I feel uh, socially, uh, on social things, I, I feel I'm very liberal. Yeah. I, I, I don't care who marries whom, as long as everyone consents. I, I think what a woman does with her own body is her own business. I think, you know, and then on the fiscal side... I think that we waste the government wastes a lot of money. It's one of the only things the government's really good at is blowing money on shit. And I mean, uh, we need we need to re- may need to reform our welfare system, but we also need to reform our our military contracting system. Not even that, but that we need to reform. We need to have some serious um, and, and rigorous rules and regulations. Against the behaviors and 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 I and I mean this in a broad stroke, but, but even just fiscal behaviors mm-hmm. of our own lawmakers. Agreed. Agreed. Um, it, it's a lot of money, so we need we need some real reform in that. You mean area. like accountability to the people who pay that money? Mm-hmm. You and I, the taxpayer. Just a little. But my point, yeah, is as you, going back to to your point about vice, is that. I one of the things I always railed against back when I you know I, I've become comparatively more liberal because the whole country has shifted so far right, um, and I, as I get angrier and angrier about <laughs> what's going on, I fit in, I find myself fitting in more and more with with people who lean left. But 
I don't need your propaganda, to your point. I don't need your propaganda. I do not want to exist in an echo chamber where all I ever hear is my own opinion reflected back to me. I don't learn anything from right. that. Right. I, you know, I, 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 the current, the, our, our current president is, I, my objection to the current president begins with, number one, he, in my opinion, he's a reprehensible human being. We don't even have to talk about his policies. I'm kind of done there. <laughs> right? Politics aside, this guy shouldn't be in charge of that demoulas I talked about, right? <laughs> the market basket down the street. He shouldn't be in charge of anything. He's, he's an awful person. Um, and I understand the desire of some people to, to, take, to take the system as it exists right now and burn it down and start it over because I, I, I feel the frustration. But this guy? Right. So, so here's, here's something that I would... Um, because I, I do find myself, um, and I, and I hopefully, hopefully I'm not disappointing our, our, some liberal listeners here, but I am actually pretty fiscally conservative. Mm-hmm. I'm very tight with my money and how I budget. But um, I, I think that um, I, I like to think about things in, um, in, in what, what value am I getting from something. I think this... Mm-hmm. this is something that resonates with a lot of conservative folks. So, right, right. so, so we like to think about, all right, so if I do something, what value am I getting out of, out of this? Right. Um, and so what I want to know from, from folks that did vote for, for Donald Trump is, do you think you have and are getting enough value out of your investment in voting for Donald Trump. Depends on what you, your investment right, is in, right? Right, What, what did and, you want? And so I, I would like to know, and but then I would like to know for, 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 for conservatives who are on the mid to lower class range from, from an economic or a socioeconomic perspective, the same question, like, mm. are you even getting enough value? Right. Forget about the propaganda on both sides, simply right. from a... a a straight up um, logical train of thought here are you getting your bang for your buck right well look at farmers who you know they they, we don't know for sure but farmers populate those states that are are mostly red right farmers have his tariffs have hurt destroyed soy farmers Um, he talked about subsidizing them to make up for um, make up for their losses. Isn't that socialism? Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, the farming industry right now, uh, the FDA, it, it, the FDA inspectors are not being paid. Yeah. If, they des- if they decide not to go to work, that's going to cause a backlog. The FDA has to inspect before that food gets to the supermarket. Yeah. So that's going to cause a backlog. That means their food's not getting inspected fast enough. That means it's losing freshness and value, yeah. possibly all the way to being a complete loss if it takes long enough. Your farmers, how's this working out for you? Is this what you wanted? Is this what you expected? I'm, I'm going to guess the answer if you think about it. Take, take emotional politics off the table and think about it fiscally, as you're, as you're suggesting. I think a whole lot of people are uh, really losing a lot. Um, yeah. That they never expected. Their yeah, yeah. I, um, it, it's it's unfortunate. Um, I, I, you know, I, I, it, I, I, I'm. I just hope people will will start to to think about um, what's what's the return on investment right. for them. 
That's a, it's a very good point. So one last thing, because yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, you, you heard that Nancy Pelosi yeah. right, uh, is the Speaker of the House. It is her, um, it's her job to invite the President to give the State of the Union address. Yeah. Now that date is coming up. And she wrote a letter to Mr. Trump in which she's, she asked him. Uh, I saw this text the letter earlier. She asked him if he would put it off his State of the Union or submit it in writing instead of going on TV until this government shutdown is over. Did you hear what he did in response? Uh, I, I did briefly. I think he um, has shut down all international travel. Um, she, yeah, she had an for, overseas junket planned. Right. I don't know when for, but she was going to visit uh, Iraq, I think is on the list. Yeah. And um, uh, Egypt, uh, Belgium, Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he canceled her trip. He basically took away. He has, he has the right to, to, to order. The, the, the military is involved in her transportation. He can order right. the military. As commander-in-chief, right. he can order the military not to fly her around. So he canceled her trip. So uh, my uh, quick question for you, is this sixth grade behavior or eighth grade behavior? What do you think? <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why we're spending time on both ends. Why we're, why we're thinking ahead about being worried about what's going to happen with the State of the Union and then hmm. about someone's travel plans. Like, like, why are we worrying about that and spending time on that and right. not focusing on the shut? Down. The Schumer shutdown. The Schumer shutdown. <laughs> um, Pelosi slash Schumer. Yeah. So uh, is is her request? It's 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 historic. What I don't I guess. Is I guess legit? I don't understand what what is what's her rationale behind that? Like, what are her? What's her motivation? What's her top reasons for doing that? If it were me and I were Trump, I don't know that I would, because. <laughs> You don't really have a lot. There's not. It's not really a great state of the union. <laughs> the state of the union is our government's Schumer closed. Shutdown. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> government's closed. <laughs> so, I, 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 I don't know what the rush would be to right. to to want to deliver one. Is this just to keep this petty argument in the public sphere? I don't know. I, I, it's. I don't understand. I don't understand why. The Democrats continue to engage in it. I and I don't know. I mean, right. I'm just too practical. And, I guess and, so. I, there's there's two ways, two ways to look at at this particular incident and in the wider, the bigger picture. Right. right? The bigger picture is one side on this. If this is a boxing match, one side is repeatedly uh, giving low blows and biting ears. <laughs> right. One side's cheating a lot. Right. So far, the other side has not resorted to the same tactics back. But this, there's a problem with this fight. There's a problem with this analogy. <laughs> the problem with this fight is that there's no referee. Yeah. It, it, I could get real mystical here and say the referee is the American people, right? We are watching this. Yeah. Um, at, there have been times when I would wish that the Democrats would low blow back, yeah. that they should, they should act the same way in return. They should fight the same fight the same way. Right. Oh, that's just the old cantankerous part of me. Um, is this what Nancy's doing? Is this, is this what Nancy Pelosi's doing? I, I don't know, but I, what I do know is that if this shutdown goes for much longer, mm-hmm. there's the, this 
there's going to be a lot of issues with the economy. Oh, yeah. There are going to be... Oh, yeah. There are going to be a lot of issues with... I mean, there's a, there's a trickle-down effect that a lot of... I mean, in your example, but I mean, Absolutely. beyond that, that we're, we're not seeing yet, but... Right. Um, this, is, this is unprecedented. We don't know how what's going to happen here. We're pushing right. new limits. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I, I certainly um, hope... Uh, that that somehow families who are in real mm. tough predicaments can can figure can figure it out. Um, oh, and by the way, just so people know, just I'm gonna probably keep bringing this up every now and then. But Flint still doesn't have clean water. To, <laughs> well, right to point that <laughs> right. out, Flint still doesn't. Have exactly. Clean water. So I I, I think we it, we we've we've hit enough things today. Yeah. We can we can call it quits for now, and and tomorrow it'll be a whole new world because yeah, stuff so happens well. so quickly. Well, thanks but, everyone for listening to another episode of Orange is the New President. Yeah. Elijah, thank you. Yep, Steve, <laughs> pleasure, and uh, have a good one, folks. Yeah.